Welcome to the Rock Your Life Show. Where questions meet answers. The profound meets the mundane. And we help you rock rock your your life. life. We are your hosts, the Vignatis. I'm Tracy. And I'm Fabrice. Welcome to the Rock Your Life Show. Do I have a good radio voice? (laughs) I don't know. I've been told that I do. Who knows? I have no clue. Anyway... Thank you for joining us. It's September, so that means summer's going to be coming to a close in the, what, the 20, 20th, 23rd, somewhere around that area. Hi, guys. How are you? So uh, this wraps up the last episode for this season three. Correct. And uh, so starting in the next season, we'll be having more guests and different types of topics. So maybe things that you're interested in. So if you do have any ideas, we really want to hear from you. Because we want people to be able to have topics that interest them. So please feel free to email us at rockyourlife at thevignatis.com. It'll also be in the show notes. And uh, let's dive in. You want to explain why? Why do we choose this? Yes. Um, this is more like a, a little bit more study um, instead of discussion. It's more like a study. Like a philosophical study. Philosophical study, study of a concept um, that we uh, came across, and it's called the 14 slanders. And it's uh, just uh, some kind of a awareness podcast. This episode is more about uh, this episode is more about raising uh, awareness on what are the 14 slanders and how can they improve by knowing them and being aware how they can improve your life. Hmm. Well, why don't we start by a definition a definition of what slander means according okay. to dictionary sense it's a false and malicious spoken statement a public statement about individuals products groups or organizations which is untrue and may cause them harm a false spoken statement intended to damage the good opinion of people have of someone else so let's look at the common thread here among these three definitions. The common thing that is present is the word false. So, hmm, what exactly does that mean? I mean, the the word false... That means an erroneous view of something. I mean, yes, definitely. Exactly. It's when you definitely have a distortion, a distorted uh, outlook on something, uh, which ultimately will... Uh, not be benefit for yourself. And a lot of times when we hear the word slander, we don't necessarily think of ourselves and our own behaviors, but you commonly hear it in terms of the law uh, in a court case or something like that where someone is slandering someone in the press or you might hear the word defamation or libel. Those are all legal terms and societal law anyway. Yes, and that is a representation of the slanders. Uh, and as well, uh, because you know, we always try to come back to the uh, to our uh, eyes of the Buddhi- uh, through Buddhism. Um, they are the fourteen slanders um, are always as a reference point, based on the law of cause and effect. Of course, because as we know, every cause has an effect. So, these fourteen slanders usually works against uh, uh, the uh, beautiful law of cause and effect that govern the world and as well the universe sorry and as well um, it is somehow um, 
that it's always, the law is always recurring in our life, in everything that we do. And uh, uh, being aware of it is one thing that we try to um, talk about in this uh, uh, Rock Your Life show. But these slanders are definitely uh, going against this. There are 14 offenses that we all as human beings commit from time to time. Correct. And I want you to notice, like, throughout, the word law is recurring, whether it's the law of cause and effect, the law of the universe, the law in a societal sense or in the eyes of the courts. The word law is there. So there's some kind of structure or rule abiding. Yeah, I mean, the law is is related, is a reference point concerning those 14 slanders. So, okay, Um, like I said before, it's an awareness episode to give you uh, some kind of clue what those slanders are and keep them in mind. And it's interesting that just being a human being, just being born as a human being, we all from time to time have committed these things. Yeah. Uh, that's, I believe, also why in religions, other than Buddhism, for instance, the Judeo-Christian community or the uh, the religion of Islam, they have lists of schools of thought or, or ideas, lists of, of things that are considered, don't do these things because they're bad. The offenses, you know, yeah. yeah. So there's the 75 good manners in the Quran. And then in uh, Judaism and Christianity, you have the 10 commandments. So if you do these 10 things, those aren't decent things. So I think that what we're going to list are, are just basically, it's a list of human decency. And when you think about them, they're really kind of plain and simple. Yeah, they are. We all see that. But it's just a matter of being aware that you're doing these things. And remember, be mindful of your thoughts. Yeah, you can write them down and uh, you can keep them in mind uh, and see where you stand. Uh, These 14 offenses are framed, of course, in in terms of a person's attitude towards others. Okay, We, we, we don't live... Uh, individually, we are in societies and we relate every day to other people. So, But I also think it's toward the self as well. Correct. Because you can slander your own self. Yeah, yes. It's not dissociated from yourself. So Mm -hmm. that's right. So remind, keep that in mind too, those two points. And then these 14 slanders, uh, these 14 offenses or slanders uh, uh, create suffering. Of course, uh, that's why they are uh, uh, called offenses. Offenses. Or slanders and uh, reading oneself uh, of these will definitely improve um, your life and and relieve some suffering. Right? And I also think uh, the less suffering you have, think about it. When you suffer less, isn't there more room for happiness? Yes. Aren't a- you happier in general when you're not in agony, in pain, or in anger, or any yeah. other state of life that you're in? You can definitely uh, focus um, on more positive things when you're suffering less. But there is, of course, another view we will explain a little bit later, where the, the, the suffering has as well a quality of bringing other, uh, uh, other benefits in your life. So Yeah. All right. So well, let's just dive into it. And let's go. I want you, to, you all to keep in mind that law we're referring to here is the law of cause and effect. Yeah, I think it's However, great. as I'd mentioned earlier, notice that the word law also applies to societal law as well, whether it's the police, the court of law. You know, even other religions where yeah. you have Jewish law. So that term keeps coming up as like 
these are guidances or kind of like rules or bullet points of stuff to do or not do. Okay, number one, arrogance. When someone places excessive confidence in oneself, which may not be warranted, and I think we've all done that from time to time. Yeah, for sure. Uh, as well, it's important um, that we give the... Do, should you, I think it's interesting if we give right away the solution of what will be the counterpart of arrogance, don't you think? Sure. Yeah, I think it's, uh, it's, it's important. So the, the, the solution for arrogance... And the word that comes to our mind is humility. Yeah. No doubt that one compensates the other one, so it's better to go towards the humility than the arrogance. Okay, the second one is negligence. Um, so neglecting... Um, anything, really. Any, basically anything, and it's always usually out of laziness. Um, but the counterpart of that would be... Would um, be care. Yeah. And let's just list an example here. Negligence, whether someone neg neglects their health, they neglect their finances, they neglect their children out of laziness or whatever kind of karmic thing they might have going on, the bottom line is the result is the same. They're, it's still neglect. Uh, and it's primarily out of laziness, I believe that, or lack of awareness. So the opposite of that would be care, caring for your animals, Caring for your kids, caring for your finances. For your own life. Caring, yeah, exactly. Yeah. When you take care of your life, you can easily take care of others. Yeah. Number three is egotistical judgment. These are erroneous views of the self. That's very important because the Socrates says know yourself. So it's important that you pay attention to knowing yourself. And some people think what they know is the right thing, but when you later find out it's erroneous. It can be that you're the best at something when you're really not, or you're mm. the smartest in the room when you're really not. Yeah. So, uh, or my way is the better way. Mm. And you may just think that in your own head, which it really isn't the truth. And the remedy for that? Um... Well, it's a decision or an approach based on respect for the other side. Yeah respect for others you listen to their point of view even if you may not agree with it but have respect for the other side which by the way will improve the dialogue and we know our dialogue is a weapon of a, of uh, resolving mm -hmm. and uh, is a weapon of solution it's a solution always it's a, usually the best one the next one is a, a shallow this is number four yeah number four shallow self-satisfying understanding um, so this is basically what's called the quick ju judgments, uh, usually based on little understanding of, of reasoning. Um, we all do that time to time. It's the, one of the first uh, uh, thoughts that comes in our mind when, it, when we're not aware or when it doesn't apply to our life or when it's strangers to our thoughts. So we, go for, we definitely uh, go for that. And the word shallow means very little, very yeah. low level. So it could be a low level intellect. It could be low level of uh, knowledge, educating yeah. oneself on a particular topic. Because yeah. we all know someone like that who will come into a room and say they know more than I, I yeah. know a person like this who is an authority on everything. <laughs> and in fact, they know the least amount <laughs> Than anyone. Oh, yeah. So, that, uh, yeah, yeah I know who, yeah. I know met some people like this, definitely. Okay, but and, the, and the remedy for that is understanding, again, based on respect for others and the nature of life. 
And maybe have a little respect for yourself and do your homework. If you're going to be an, an authority on something, yeah. don't have a shallow understanding. Have a deep understanding of something. The deeper your understanding, the more compassion you're going to have for someone else who may not know something. Good point, good point. Uh, let's dive Number five. five. Oh, boy. We've covered this before in some other topics. Attachment to earthly desires. Well, we're all attached. We're humans. We're going to have human connections and attachment to persons, places, or things. But this is excessive preoccupation with it or an obsession of wanting. So I have obsessed about things. And that obsession, not not so much anymore. This is long time ago, but when you obsess about something, it starts to take over you. And I feel like it's an internal bacterial emotional growth. Uh And it really starts to expand and you can't, you have that tunnel vision and you can't see anything else. You don't want to hear anything else. It's self-consuming and you start to repel the things that you really need to be attracting. Yeah. And a note on the, on this one, attachment to earthly desire. We know, uh, we did a couple of podcasts on attachment. Uh, on, I think uh, we did one on attachment, which leads to grief. So uh, that is a very important one. So go back to listen to this one. And as well, that attachments are uh, a free desire or enlightenment, uh, which is basically a way that, uh, uh, based on the uh, Inahaya Buddhism, Hinayana, yeah, and the uh, Mahayana, Mahayana Buddhism, yeah. um, one uh, is uh, not. Uh, rep- uh, pushing away the the earthly desire and the other one is not. And so we did a podcast on the earthly desire enlightenment, which they lead you to happiness because it's very important uh, as well. So you can see in that offenses as a, 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 we're walking on the on the tightrope here because it could definitely become an excessive uh, preoccupation and he has a fine line on this one. And the remedy for that is usually... Uh, attachment of the welfare of a uh, living being, like Dr. Martin, King, Martin Luther King said, he said, the question, the eternal question is, what are you doing for others? And we know that when you support others, or when you help others' problem, you usually don't focus on your own problem, and then you, uh, you can uh, uh, definitely help others resolve their problem, help yourself. As and well. this is all living beings. Yeah. It's not just the human being. Correct. I get the joy that I get I want to do more when I help an animal. It makes me want to do more for anything and everybody around me because it's just such a, a great feeling to know that you've contributed. Yeah, the respect yep. for life and respect for all your living beings. Whether it's your plants, your kitty cats, yeah. your doggies, your, sp- your birdies, Yeah, a spider, that is, a spider that is in the corner of your... your oh, I, I just put them outside. You on put them outside that's and, and that's it. Okay, number six. Number six. It's the lack of seeking spirit. Oh, okay. boy. So... Um, this is usually um, based on the lack of effort to mainly understand a situation, mainly understand um, or see, yourself. What about knowledge, too? And knowledge, too. Of course, education is a prime weapon of uh, uh, stupidity and a prime weapon to, as well, understand processes and uh, how the work function, uh, sorry, the world function and how human being we function. So the lack of seeking spirit is pretty much... It's a, lack, of, a lot of lack of effort, I yeah, think. Yeah, it's a lack of effort. You just, uh, it's fine the way Okay, it is. and the remedy for that, okay, very simple. If you are lacking it, then develop it and 
you know, improve your seeking spirit because we study, we study for life. And uh, as long as you stop learning, you pretty much going to probably stagnate in every uh, area of your life. So number seven, not believing. Now, not believing can cover a lot of things. It can cover not believing in oneself, not believing in someone else, not believing in outcome. We all have this challenge. And the visual that I come up with concerning not believing is it's almost like those cement dividers that you see on freeways when they're doing construction or in even street roads. It's about maybe, I don't know, four feet tall and it's a thick cement wall. I look at that as you're driving a little bit, then that wall shows up. Then you drive a little bit and the wall shows up. Mm. So it's that kind of not believing it's a block that comes. Then when you knock that out, the remedy to this is what? What's the opposite of not believing? Believing. Yeah, definitely. Yes, that takes a lot more effort. But when you clear that up, even believing instills hope that there could be something in the future. Not believing there's a finality to it. It's done. It's a period at the end of the sentence. There's nothing further. Yeah, we did a podcast on faith. And, and another uh, note on the side, on the, on this number seven, not believing, is look at the word believing and you have the word. We start with the, the two letters, B, and uh, to be or not to be, but basically is B, B is be yourself. And, you know, and believe in yourself. So that's, that's very important. It's, that's an important one, of course, and it's, it change varies from each individual, so that's good. Number eight is aversion. So it's a common threat in us, human beings. It's a strong dislike or a, a disinclination. I mean, that's a daily thing, correct? Well, you hear it, it's everyday language. I can't stand that. I can't stand him. I can't stand her. Mm. I can't stand that place. You hear that a lot. Just aversion to something rather than... And and the remedy for that is the law of attraction. I mean, simple as that. Attract something. Maybe, or taking a chance. If you don't like, if if there's there's an aversion, why not try the other thing? Be a little more open. Rather than a dislike, be open to maybe, just maybe, you might be inclined to like it. Yeah, and I just found out something, uh, and I just want to read it to you. I don't know what that's for, but it's part of that. It said, what you think you become, what you feel you attract, attract, what you imagine you create. So that's basically why the, you know, it's very important. Number nine, big one, doubt. <laughs> doubt is the refusal to believe. It's just like the like number seven, but nine is a little stronger. It's doubt, the refusal to believe. It's delusional. It's delusion. So because the universe is infinite and there's infinite possibilities, anything is possible. But when you have doubt it's even a bigger roadblock than what I described earlier. So the opposite of doubt is to comprehend trust. Yeah, that's a big one, no doubt. Uh, To comprehend and trust in a possible outcome. 
Yes. Uh, That's been my hardest thing in life. Oh, it, it, yes. We were just talking about that. Some people are just born doubtless. Yeah. And I used to look at that. They used to get on my nerves when I was in high school and yeah. just like everything was unicorns and rainbows and I'd want to punch them in the face. Doubt, but, the, when the elimination of, of doubt will usually leave, sorry, it will definitely lead to victory because doubt is uh, definitely the antagonism of victory. Mm -hmm. it, is, it is one of the hindrances that usually stop you from overcoming an obstacle. And so, and as well, it's, it creates, it feeds your delusion. <laughs> and then you cannot change uh, much, much of the situation you found yourself in. So, yeah, big one, Tracy, for mm -hmm. sure. Number nine is... I just did number nine. Oh, this, sorry, number 10, sorry. It's defamation. Okay, so that's something you hear. Most of it in the court of law. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely, it's the most probably uh, word... It's the, probably the closest word reference to offenses, offenses and slanderings. Because you hear defamation, defamation of character a lot. There we go. That's a good one. Yeah. So it's critical and, and it's all the statements and the views. I mean, mind you, those are all interrelated, but uh, defamation. And the, the, the remedy for that is usually praise. I mean, right? Mm -hmm. Makes sense, praise. So. Number 11, contempt. Despising. Yeah. Beneath one's consideration or worthless, disobedient, disrespectful, all of those things when you have contempt for something or someone or a place. You see how these are so dark, they're heavy, and that is not going to create any value. So what is the opposite or some kind of remedy to that? Very simple. Respect. There we go. Open the mind a little bit. See what it is, see why you feel that way, and have respect for it. Even if you don't like it, you don't prefer to be around it, you can respect something and also have it not be your cup of tea. By the way, that movie was really good. Which one? Respect. We just watched Oh, it yeah, yeah, that was really good. Very good. She, she was did, amazing. She did a good job. I mean, insane. So, yes, uh, number, number uh, 11, contempt. Uh, let's move on to number 12. Oh, this one is a big one in society. It's hatred. Uh, that is not even the disliking. It is not even... Uh, uh, it's encompass basically an intense dislike. And it's basically a will. I mean, if it's you hate... Ill, it's ill will. Yeah, it's ill will. If, but it is will. I mean, it's definitely something that you work at it. It doesn't come naturally. You want to hate. Uh, as much as you can learn... Well, I think hate, is, uh, that's perfectly said. Yes. Hate is a learned behavior. Yes, because you learn how to love. And you learn how to laugh or whatever that's. And is. you learn how to hate. So think about it. If you learn how to hate, you know, you can learn how to, to, to love too. So uh, I think that, and that's pretty much the remedy. I mean, come on, the remedy of hatred is love. love. That's it. So simple as that. Number 13, envy and jealousy. Ooh. Well, <laughs> if you're a girl and you were ever in elementary school, there was some envy and jealousy going on. And that is discontented or resentful longing aroused by someone else's achievements, possessions, etc. So 
fourth grade, I was totally jealous of this girl who was way better at gymnastics with me. And I saw her uh, on the playground at recess and I sat on top of her and was punching her. <laughs> so what was that? Well, like eight, nine years old. Yeah. So yeah, hate is a very strong thing and it's usually a comparative because you're doing a comparative with you and something or someone else. Yes. Envy, jealousy. Definitely. Envy. So envy. Yeah. And the en opposite of that is admiration. Yes. So if you admire someone who might be better than you at something or admire the things that they have or their, their achievements, whatever, it's a lot better way. You might even learn something from that if you admire yeah. and let it in, allow that to flow in through your life. Yeah, envy and jealousy are definitely uh, a common thread in human being, and uh, we all do that, uh, I do. Uh, and I try to get rid of it as much, as fast as possible. I mean, envy, I understand, because that could have uh, some kind of propelling uh, uh and help towards achieving a goal, but jealousy usually doesn't lead to anything. And definitely the con admiration definitely helps you get to a goal and definitely helps you to get mm -hmm. to the better at it. Last one, number 14, is grudges, resentment, acceptance. No. No? No, sorry. Grudges, grudges, grudges and, resentment. and resentment. And that's, uh, of course, that's a strong feeling of anger and displeasure and uh, persistence, again, from ill will. Uh, I do believe that uh, holding grudges usually span on a long period of time. So it's a degradation of your being, of your well-being. Um, well, I, 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 I am in a process, as I'm speaking, of assessing the one that I hold on. On myself I'm trying to work hard at let them go um, if I encounter one I'm trying to work on it as much as possible and their resentment is the same thing well grudges and resentment can make people they create disease in the body sure. oh so I think that if you looked at some medical studies. I can't cite anything right now, but I have read and I can speak in a general sense that withholding grudges, keeping the resentment inside, that energy has nowhere to go. So where is it going to go? It's going to stay inside and there's no way to escape. So the toxins remain, whether they're emotional or something you've ingested some food or whatever, you need to emotionally sweat that out. So the only way to do that is to release it. So when you keep that inside, it's going to create sickness because it, it, the chi is not moving. So in yeah. order to release that, the chi has to move, yeah. whether it's therapy, whether it's uh, doing Reiki treatments. I don't, I don't know, but it's got to be released. Whatever. Whatever. That, that helps too. And that's what I was mentioning, that it's usually a long period of time or at least not a daily thing. Well, you have to and realize it, yeah, first of that's all. That's right. That's right. You know, and, I think and, that's step one. Yes. And, 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 and then the remedy for that is, of course, accepting, truly accepting who you are. I think that point, it's good that it's number 14, because the acceptance, acceptance. the acceptance of yourself is a big, big, big. And acceptance of someone else. Correct. The or respect. something else. Yes. And I think the acceptance of yourself leads you to so much uh, um, resolving uh, 
many internal issue, mental issue, and physical issue that you keep uh, storing in, in your storage, like Tracy said, that that that, uh, that hindrance the uh, moving of the energy. And as we know, in the world and the universe, everything is in constant, constant movement. So the most important for you is always to think every day, which I do. Am I moving towards goodness or am I moving towards badness? But we know that no matter what, you're going to move. Some It's going to move. So it's up to us to move towards the positive instead of the negative. Now, here's let's look at all of the 14, and we'll list them in the show notes. But all of these... 14 slanders have certain qualities, something in common in that in one sense, they all represent, it's a kind of shortcut, which allows one to tell themselves, and we've all done this, that you, that we are right. And the faults and the problems lie with someone else. And this is super easy to do. You can put blame on anything outside of yourself and not take responsibility for any, anything. And it's a super convenient way, isn't it? And you can feel good about yourself, at least temporarily, and without any need to feel a personal obligation toward problems concerning anybody else. And in this sense, it makes your life very simple. If you take no responsibility and you wash your hands of everything. I can't, uh, I concur to that statement. Uh, it's, Gives you a simple life, yes. It's, but it's sim- it simplify it simplifies everything. Yeah, you don't want to take any responsibility. It's all not you, because yeah. you're absolute perfection, it's right? A, you mean an easy way out? Of course, it's easy. It simplifies everything for you. If you say it's yeah. it's everything else but me, and usually <laughs> you're the one. Yeah. When you take that position, it's usually about you anyway. Anything yeah. we encounter is about ourselves. Yeah, now. and refer, refer to the uh, podcast we did on the yourself and the environment. Mm-hmm. That's a good one. Now, on the flip side of that, though, we all know life isn't simple, simple, and we as human beings are interrelationships, whether it be with family, friends, coworkers, blah, blah, blah. Uh, and the moment that we give into this tendency to blame others we'll not be seeing life and ourselves as we really are. Does that make sense? Not to me. Okay. Uh, explain that. because uh... So, it's like what I was saying earlier. If you give in to this, it ain't my fault okay. philosophy so quickly, okay. you will never realize who you really are because you're not allowing yourself the time to experience how you are a contributor. I see. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. So. Yes. Um, and we, when you say we will not be seeing life and ourselves as we really are, you meaning that you're basically distorting your view and not understand uh, on the understanding of yourself? Yes. And you go back to know thyself. So if you're saying, it's not me, it's not me, I had nothing to do with this. If you keep doing that and people cons- consistently confront you and say, but you, but this, da, 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 and give mm. you a list of things that you may be contributor, you're blocking yourself from getting to know yourself further, how to make those internal improvements 
so that your life can improve. And when you say you block yourself, what do you think is the blocking? I mean, the, the refusal to believe. I mean, you can go through the 14 lists. I'm sure there's yeah. many of them that will contribute to that. But if you think that you're never, it takes two to tango. I've heard that since I was a kid. So it, there's not one person doing the tango. You need two. So if that, if someone is constantly complaining about everything else and refuses to take any degree of responsibility in the participation, you are then blocking your own growth. So there's an antagonism between the two you're talking about, the antagonism of the two, okay, that in one hand is this and on the other hand is life. I mean, yes, it's complex. Yeah, it's, I mean, But it's very simple to say, ah, meet me, next. Yeah, Yeah, taking responsibility, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, we talk about that, the ability of respond. Yes, definitely. Um, What about, I want to ask you, how how do committing these 14 offenses create unhappiness? Well, I think that um, whatever negativity you hang on and the negativity uh, uh, based on that you can see some of those 14 slanders, offenses, defamation, whatever the words you want to pick, they are uh, creating a certain amount of negativity. And so um, it's definitely not going to help create happiness, but it's going to help create unhappiness. And as we said at the beginning, um, the, more, uh, the less suffering, the more room you have for happiness. As we know, happiness is the ultimate goal of life because no matter what you do, whatever, whatever you Wherever you live, whoever you live with, and all of the matters of life, the ultimate questions is um, what should we do to become happier? And the goal of life is becoming happier. I want to mention something and just how these can create unhappiness. Let's just, I'll, I'll cite a few of them and what I, my yes. opinion on this. Like, let's take the first one, number one, arrogance. How can that create unhappiness? Unhappy- well, I think the person that's arrogant is always in a position feeling like they always need to prove themselves. Yes. And I think maybe it creates anxiety, anger, whatever it is. Maybe your cortisol levels go up. Like who knows what's going on internally with all the hormones and everything else. So you're always in a state of like fight. That's a good one. Okay. Negligence. Number two, negligence. Yeah. If you're always neglecting things, there's always going to be an effect from that neglect. You neglect your children, social services. You neglect your finances. You got collectors calling you. So you see, yeah. like that. And contempt, that's another one. I think that contempt, uh, the fact that you don't respect, you are crea- already creating a negative, a negativity right off the bat. Yeah, egotistical judgment can be the same. I think you're always in that number three, yeah. egotistical judgment. Number four, shallow, satisfying understanding. You're always going to be in an inferior position when you meet someone who has a deep understanding. So by you not making the effort, you're never going to know as much because you don't care to know as much. What about number 14, uh, 13 too? I'm I'm just going to go in order. Oh, okay. Number five, attachment to earthly desires. Yeah. You're so, it's so, so attached to that boyfriend and you know, it's not working. He breaks up with you. You're devastated and you want to end it. That's that severe attachment or to those shoes. <laughs> you know, I mean, it, it's, it can be the dumbest things, whatever. Cool. And number six, lack of seeking spirit. Correct. That could be 
just feeling vacant and you don't know why. Yeah. Not or feel be- like something is missing, but you don't know why. What about number seven? Yeah, seven, not believing. You're not believing. You're not... Uh, not a lot to look forward to. Not to look forward for. Exactly. Aversion, number eight. You know, the opposite of attraction. I mean, you know, the strong dislike. I mean... You're going to repel people. There we if go. If you have an aversion to Correct. this, that, and the other, and you're always complaining, you're going to repel people. Yeah. Might find yourself alone. Number nine, the doubt. You're going to... You, you're endorsing your goal. And it's definitely just, defa- defamation of your goal. And your your uh your growth. Yeah. You're you're cutting it off. Yeah. Number ten, defamation. You're always critical. Yeah. Critical statements and views about people. Again, you're going to repel, repel, Correct. repel. No one wants to be around that. Yeah. Content. We talk about Number that. Number eleven, contempt, despising, beneath consideration, yeah. worthless. If you're always in contempt of something, again, you're going to repel. Correct. You're not going to attract things. People don't want to be around that. Yeah. Number twelve, hatred. Who wants to be around things that hate? Oh, I hate. I know someone in my life like that, not by my choice, <laughs> but this person is in my life and uh, I can't do anything about it. But everything is, I don't like that. That isn't good. Yeah. Um, I don't like that color. I mean, it's just anything. So what happens? You don't want to be around that. Yeah. And number 13, envy and jealousy. That gets on my nerves because usually what comes with that too is scheming. Anything oh. to try to undermine or denigrate that person, that activity, whatever it is. Definitely. And number 14, I think you mentioned that before. That's probably one of the biggest ones. Oh, grudges and resentment. It's the grudges. Yeah, these, are, these, are, these are a sickness that's a, that's a straight-up mental sickness that will destroy uh, the, whole, the whole thing. The, I think it just feeds. It can eat your entire yes. insides out. So those are the things that are... That's why it creates uh, an happiness. Now, but you can see with these fourteen slanders, these are not only committed to others; these are committed to oneself. Yes. And one slanders oneself. That is an incredibly grave offense. Yes, and on the top of that, you know that since the environment is a reflection of yourself, if you start up to uh, project this, there's your. It's gonna attract people who. F- Think like this. So if you adopt one, uh, uh, adopt and you are uh, actually, uh, um, I'm looking for the word, uh, uh, if one of those 14 offenses is more important in your life than others or predominant in your life, you are definitely going to see it in your environment because it's going to bring people who think like this. Right, like attracts like. like. Yeah, attract like. So just pay attention. If you see people and you're always saying to yourself, oh, they're always jealous or whatever, oh, Mm -hmm. look at yourself. And that's why it's that easy saying than than doing but it's a great way to start so this now, is all just an awareness level for you guys yes that's that only, that's what is, we do we like to examine these in ourselves too because there's nobody that's perfect on this planet and we all from time to time will experience somehow experience these i think for me it's probably a couple of these more than others but <laughs> you know everybody's a little bit different so just as an awareness level or personally at some point i touch on all of them Oh, it's, yeah. it's 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 at some mm-hmm. point of my life, and maybe I got re- some. I got rid of a bunch of them, but they they like uh, they like if you if you uh, if you uh, refer to the podcast of the uh, ten state of life, they are never going away. But you te- you floating between those one, and I'm sure in the fourteen offensive slanders, you do the same thing. Now there was there is there is to finish. We wanted to uh, finish on a positive note, and of course we know that. Um, we adopt uh, one um, sentence that is 
changing uh, what's called the poison into medicine, which is taking something negative and create some positive le- positive uh, outcome. And uh, in the beginning of this podcast, we talk about less suffering, of course, give more room uh, for happiness. Uh, on, a, on a deeper level, if we di- dive a little bit more uh, deeper in that, we can see that um, there's another sentence in which is a little bit, uh, could be troubling or, or really uh, disturbing if you uh, don't really pay attention to it and study it, is the sentence that says, suffering is the raw material of happiness. And that is that by confronting that suffering, that's all it says. It's confronting that suffering. Uh, it will help and, prop- and propel you to changes um, due to the fact that this amount of suffering that you have, at some point you are tired of it. And you probably get tired of those 14 slenders uh, or the one that you that you found yourself in. So uh, suffering is the raw material of happiness basically means that you can use that suffering, you can use these 14 slenders to definitely create value, which is basically, if you know and recognize them in you, you can definitely help when you decide to help others. You can maybe recognize it in others and have the decencies with tact to mention on a situation when a friend of you asks you. So remember this sentence that suffering, less room, Less suffering gives space to more suffering, but no. as well, uh, less suffering gives space of more happiness, but that the suffering as well has a positive side where it can, it's the raw material for happiness. Well, here's one thing I wanted to mention about that. Yes. No matter what we experience in life, one thing I know for sure is nothing lasts forever. This too shall pass. So no matter what suffering one is going through, there is... A an ending to it. There's a period at the end of the sentence at some point. So once that period at the end of the sentence happens, it's a decision. Do you want to convert this into fuel to create some value or do you want to stay there? So really it comes down to the self. Do we want to make our lives better or do we want to stay right where we are, not take responsibility because it's comfortable? Yeah, and I'm glad that you say, uh, again, the, like we said at the beginning, the awareness. It is, th- this question which we're going to finish with is how does one read oneself or overcome these offenses? Because that is the most important. Now, we, are, we enumerated... Yeah, we uh, highlighted the opposites. The opposites of it. You know, yes. like, uh, for example, number one, arrogance, humility number two, negligence, care, and so on, which we'll list these in the show notes. But those are the way to remedy or overcome these offenses is by implementing it the yin to its yang, so to speak, or the um, left to its right, the opposite of it, the positive side, the positive characteristic, the opposite. Yes. Implement that into one's life to help rid that. And, and again, uh, personally, I... I cannot spend a day waking up and not thinking of how can I become a better human being and how, so basically, how can I get rid and overcome all those negative thoughts and negative action 
coming back to the word karma of uh, uh, thoughts, uh, words, and action, it is it is a duty as human being to spend some time thinking about it. So if this if this if this enumeration and this little brief um, um, study of these slanders and offenses will help you um, make your days better and make your life better and of course as we said helping others and understanding the problems of others to be able to help others resolve their problem that's a wonderful thing i do personally spend a lot of time in my spiritual practice my is buddhism it's very important for me to pay attention for that and to put a maximum of effort you know and for you i guess it's the same yeah i think more through osmosis for me i feel good actually when i focus on that because i notice that the result is so much more positive so well when you're aware of a behavior a word that you use um i've really made i've taken the awareness to watch my profanity and now that i'm aware of that it's cut down to almost nothing I don't know if you've yeah. noticed, but I've noticed because yeah, I really yeah, control it. It's, it doesn't sound good coming from women. I really don't think it does. I think it, it lessens what a person can say, and you do need that punch every once in a while. That's why I'm not a fan of com- comedians who overuse it because some of the words are so incredible, <laughs> and you want that word to have impact on the punchline and yeah. not just to be used like an adverb. Yeah, it's definitely – I mean, that might, that's that uh, episode – might be very theoretical, the mm-hmm. theory, but believe me, there is a lot of practical uh, and a lot of just good things that are going to come up on your life. We're not trying to, so, we're not. It's not a selling point. It's just an. A, well, I'm trying to sell happiness. I'm yes, trying to sell improvement. That's, yes. That's, so if you want to improve. Be aware of these 14 things. Yes. Look at them and go, oh, my gosh, I do do that. Or, oh, I'm, I, I, what the, I, yeah. you know, like I, that. You will be very surprised. And we wouldn't you think, do, wow, you know, I do commit these. And we wouldn't do a, a podcast called Rock Your Life Show and always maybe focusing a lot on becoming happy if we were not addicted to that. So Or like unrock your life. Here's oh. how to ruin your life. No, that's not going to be a, an episode. Don't worry about oh, maybe that. <laughs> No, I mean we could do it so you can understand. Uh, no, I, I, I you could understand good. how powerful the, uh, it is to focus on happiness instead. I think of we're all happiness. set in that. But we're all set on the department. <laughs> Definitely, we worked out. So thank you very well, much. Well, thank for you listening. so much for um, joining us. Now, uh, I did want to mention. Uh, please email us with any ideas that you might have at rockyourlife at thevignatis.com. It's also in the show notes. And any of you Apple users or Spotify users, if you're Spotify, please follow us. Uh, We want to help the algorithm work for us. And if you're an Apple user, please give us a a star rating because that that will help us as well. Yeah, that will help us uh, propagate uh, uh, somehow. Uh, We need to reach more people. Correct, And please share it with your friends as well. So we appreciate your help. Now, the time has come where it's getting closer for us to welcome some four-legged fam- new family members. And I think we, we probably will get into that in the next handful of months, maybe even at the new year. But yep. because we've been doing some babysitting and that kind of thing after losing Sachi during the lockdown on New Year's Eve, December 31st, 2020. So we need some time to heal, etc. 
So in light of that, our fun fact today, of course, is about kitty cats. Did you know that cats can jump up to six times their height? Their nose prints are the equivalent of our fingerprints. They sleep for around 13 to 16 hours per day. And this is my favorite part. They tuck themselves into an umbrella shape, which enables them to always land on their feet. This is called cat riding reflex. Now, there is a great documentary about cats on Netflix, and I'll be darned, I can't remember the name of it, but I think it's relatively a new, a new relative, relatively new listing. And I just watched it and it just made me want to go out and adopt right away. But we're just going to wait because we have some things going on and some more babysitting of other people's aminals. So anyway, that's the update on cats. Now for the spotlight, this is particularly for the ladies out there. I can't stand the smell of nail polish remover. It's so strong, I feel like I'm polluting my body. So I started looking, looking, looking. I had gone to a beauty supply place here called Face Values on Pico. And I was looking for a base and top coat. Of course, it has to be vegan, cruelty-free, no business with China, etc., to be a cruelty-free company. Well, I found this place called Nailtopia. It's a small brand, small company. They are plant-based. And so I bought the base and top coat, fell in love with it. Nails don't chip even after a week. So I go, okay, let me try all the nail polish remover. It is amazing. Again, plant-based. It uses avocado oil and it smells great. Ladies, get Nailtopia products. I am not an endorser. I'd love to be. It's www.nailtopia.com. Fabulous products. Wrapping up with a quote today. To live is to suffer. To survive is to find some meaning in the suffering. Frederick Nietzsche. Beautiful uh, quote. Thank you, Tracy, for all those fun fun facts, the spotlight, and the quote. Awesome. Uh, Let's wrap up this uh, um, episode with basically thanking you. Yep. This is number 12 of season three. Yeah, all right. Get ready for season four with more guests, all kinds of new kind, different topics, not just a bunch of philosophy stuff. We're going to help you. Definitely. So Uh, please don't remember to email us. We really want your emails. Yeah, and I hope you enjoyed that that study episode. Thank you so much. And remember, we are here to help you rock rock your your life. life.